Glory to my guru, Shri Krishna Guruji. In the previous episode, we learned of the many sacrifices made using the mind, senses, and body in verses 27 through 32 of chapter 4. So we continue the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, the yoga of knowledge, the disciplines of action and knowledge. This is chapter 4, verse 33. Arjuna, sacrifice through knowledge is superior to sacrifice performed with material things. For all actions, without exception, culminate in knowledge, O son of Kunti. This ends verse 33. The self-effort that is taken to seek knowledge of the truth and the knowledge itself are greater than sacrifices of material things. So material offerings are of the gross world. Knowledge is more subtle. Of course, material worldly knowledge is needed just to function. For most people, the parents are the first teachers. So from the time we're born forward, we're taking information in through our senses and experientially through action. Sri Krishna Guruji has said that all action culminates in knowledge. And this is lower knowledge. For the esoteric knowledge of the truth about who and what you are, you should seek a knower of truth a divine teacher, a guru. So we continue with verse 34. Understand the true nature of that knowledge by approaching seers of truth. If you prostrate at their feet, render them service, and question them with an open and guileless heart, those wise seers of truth will instruct you in that knowledge. This ends verse 34. To understand the esoteric knowledge, we must first seek out a seer of truth. The verse tells us that we should be humble when we approach a teacher. In the U.S., we don't prostrate before anyone because we've not been trained to do so. In India, those small children are taught to bow and touch the feet of their elders and holy people, and that training stays with them all their life. But even if we are from the U.S., when we approach a, a spiritual master, a saint, or a sage, we should bow to them and offer ourselves humbly at their feet. It's thought that knowledge will not fructify if we are not humble. Also, knowledge won't fructify if we don't offer service to the teacher. And it's not that the guru expects or demands this obeisance. He or she accepts it from you so that you can rise. Many people are troubled by this. If the guru has knowledge, they say, why doesn't he just give it to everyone? The thing is that not everyone is eligible to receive the knowledge. How many are really ready or even want to know and understand? First says one should approach a spiritual master with a guileless heart. So come freely without an agenda. Come with your most sincere questions. Don't come to judge or analyze your teacher. As soon as you tell your teacher the words, I know, or you try to show off of what you think you know, that teacher will be quiet and they will not impart any knowledge to you. What could they possibly add to someone who believes that they're already full? So we continue with verse 35. Arjuna. 
When you have achieved enlightenment, ignorance will delude you no more. In the light of that knowledge, you will see the entire creation, first within your own self and then in me, the Oversoul. This ends verse 35. To achieve enlightenment means that you have gone beyond the body. The body is our jailer. It's the sheaths of the body that have veiled the knowledge of the self. The self is vast and the self is everything. Whatever it is that you think you are is there, present in the self. Sri Krishna Guruji has always given the example of a bottle as the body. In that bottle, there's water. When you empty that bottle into the ocean, is there any way to know which part of that ocean was from your bottle? Likewise, the self is you. You think you are contained in the body. You're nothing other than the self itself. The self is self-fulgent. It is. The self is the world around you and that which runs throughout you. It doesn't start and stop at the show of your body, no more than it starts and stops at the side of the mountain. It permeates all of creation. When you see all of creation inside of you, the vast self, then you will see it all resting in Him, the One Supreme Divine Consciousness, the One Supreme Divine Person. So we'll finish here today. We've completed through verse 35. Next episode, we'll continue chapter 4 at verse 36. Thank you for listening. God bless and lots of love. Thank you.